0: We are so excited to welcome a new episode sponsor this week, Firefly SoCal.
1: Firefly SoCal creates magical indoor slumber parties and backyard glamping adventures. And these are the kind of parties that you and your kids will remember forever. And it's extra cool because Firefly SoCal is a local family-owned small business. They cover all of San Diego County and Temecula.
0: And when you say small family business, I mean, it's really just a husband and wife team and they get help from their teenage daughter to make this all happen. The team might be small, but you would not believe what they can create. It's stuff that I feel like you would see in your wildest dreams, but it's actually a reality right in front of you.
1: Yeah, they do indoor tents. Like imagine the homemade forts you used to make with blankets when you were a kid taken to an entire new level. They also do giant outdoor bell tents and it's turnkey. They provide everything and they set it all up for you. The individual tents. The mattresses and pillows, the bedding, throw pillows, decorations, and plus some awesome personal touches for every party. And they have huge bell tents now that they set up in the backyard for the ultimate glamping experience.
0: Obviously, Firefly SoCal is perfect for kids' parties. Your kids will freak out. But it's not just for kids. Jen, the owner, was just telling me about a 40th birthday party they did with a bunch of girlfriends. And yes, adults fit in those tents. Uh, They've also done bachelorette (laughs) parties. graduation parties or the big bell tents they're perfect for brunch or a movie night even without the sleepover part
1: i'm telling you you have to see some of these pictures to really appreciate how elaborate these setups are go check them out on instagram at @fireflysoCal. firefly socal
0: there's a link there to book a party with them or check out their website they have so many different themes fireflysocal.com or instagram at firefly socal Well, one of San Diego's most exciting music and entertainment venues is relatively new. And here to tell us all about it is Kristen from the Rady Shell. Kristen, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: I know we're going to get into the schedule of what's coming up this this summer. There's a lot of excitement about the lineup, uh, and I can't wait to get to it. But I want to get and provide for everyone listening a little bit of the history of the Rady Shell. How did this thing come about? Because it's so new and so big, and we're all curious.
2: Yeah, so it's been in the works for many, many years. As most San Diegans know, the San Diego Symphony has been presenting their summer concert series on the land where the Rady Shell sits for many summers. And when our current CEO, Martha Gilmer, arrived several years ago, she said, you know, we need to make this a permanent venue and um, really make something big and impactful here. And so she set in motion plans to build the Rady Shell at Jacobs Park. Um, The Rainy Shell Jacobs Park, as you mentioned, is a gorgeous bayside venue, but it is also a public park that is open 365 days a year for the public to enjoy. So the gates remain open until about two hours prior to showtime in which we close the gates, get the get the area ready for everyone to be seated. Um, And so the. The Rady Shell opened in August of 2021, a little delayed due to the pandemic, but that was okay. It allowed us to open in a fashion that was very celebratory and at a time when everybody really needed live music in their lives. Oh, yes. Um, and so we have seen international acclaim from this venue and have had people visit us from all over the world. And so now we are in our Technically our third season, but it is our second full season since the Mm -hmm. first season was a little bit abridged and the community has really embraced it. And yeah, we're really excited for the future of the Rady Show. All
1: right. Well, it sounds like you've got an exciting season planned for this summer. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in summer 2023 at the Rady Show.
2: Sure. So we kick off our summer season on June 30th with the San Diego Symphony Orchestra, um, and that will feature our amazing music director Rafael Payari and the one, one of his best friends, Pacho Flores, who's an amazing trumpet player. And it's going to be a really awesome night of beautiful symphonic music with one of those spectacular radio shell sunsets. Like I mentioned before, Mm -hmm. along with all of our food and beverage available. Um, We're kicking off this summer with some new menu items on some of our restaurant menu items like blaze by the bay and Tracy workman's urban kitchen group restaurant. Um, so there's really something for everybody there. Um, and then throughout the season, we, you know, we perform an array of music at the radio show. Everything from tribute concerts, like we have Aretha, a tribute, which is a tribute to the amazing uh, singer Aretha. We also on July 4th have a uh, CNC Music Factory and DJ Prince <gasps> Hakim Yes, really CNC Music factory.
0: <laughs> They're going to make you sweat till you bleed, right? You Sure. Yeah, that's what the is. <laughs> They're gonna make you sweat till you bleed.
1: That was it's their a... that was their biggest hit. Yes. Yeah. Sarah gets yeah. so excited about every act that is 90. She will be uh, apparently digging out her spandex shorts and headed out. Yes.
2: That's awesome. Well, and if you okay. stick around past the end of the concert, the Rating show is also an amazing venue for Big Bay Boom. So you'll get your your oh. concert, and then you can stay right where you're at and get the fireworks. And Dude, so that's awesome. Yeah, it bookends the night very well. Um, sure. We also have a series of movies in concert at the radio show, which I like to kind of say are, for lack of a better term, the gateway drug to classical music because it does get people it does get people in, into a concert featuring a live orchestra. And it's actually pretty spectacular to watch an orchestra play the score live while the film is projected on a screen just above them. We're doing Apollo 13 in concert. We wow. are doing how to train your dragon in concert. So there's like, you know, it's a very family-friendly activity. And it's really like the best way to see a movie, in my opinion. That is so cool. What a unique family experience, right? Exactly. It's a perfect uh way to bring your kids to the symphony for the very first time. Um, and also we create like a really fun casual environment at the Rainy Shell. So My favorite way to enjoy a movie at the Rady Shell is actually to sit on our lawn seating um, because you can bring a big picnic blanket, get some picnic boxes from Blaze by the Bay or get a salad from Urban Kitchen Group or pizza from Vega Pizza and spread out on a blanket. And, you know, there's space for the kids to run around if they're getting a little restless and grab a bottle of wine. There's, you know, you can't go wrong.
1: I love the – I'm going to start by saying I've never actually been to one of these – showings of a movie with the symphony playing the soundtrack but i love the idea i think we sometimes the soundtracks are such a big part of what makes movies great but we're following the story and we kind of miss how powerful they are and great movies often have really great soundtracks and i and we also live in a time where it's so easy to stay at home and just stream something on the couch that we're getting less and less likely to go see a movie and it needs to be a special experience and what's more special than that so i really actually love that idea of going out there in a cool venue like that and seeing some of those great movies
2: Yeah, they're wonderful. So
0: awesome. And we'll get to the food and drinks in a second because that's a really awesome part of the shell. But um, I wanted to mention that during the off season, so beyond this summer, beyond the summer concerts, you guys do some really cool community events where you have viewing parties for big games and stuff like that, don't you?
2: Yeah, so the Radiant Shell, like I mentioned earlier, is a public park. So we try to create as many free open park days with activities as possible. Um, Throughout the year, you can just visit the park. We often see people exercising in the park or if they work downtown, they're bringing their lunch there every day. Um, We also have an amazing open rehearsal program at the Rady Shell. So one of my favorite things to do with our social media manager is peek into the things we're being tagged in on Instagram every day throughout the summer because it's literally mostly people We're just on a casual show around the radio show. And all of a sudden they're like, I looked up and the Beach Boys were there. So so, yeah, yeah, going going to an open rehearsal is amazing way to experience the radio show for the very first time. And it's completely free. Um, There's a lot of school groups that come in for that throughout the summer or um, if not school groups, then summer programs or... People from uh, retirement homes, they bring lots of groups to the shelf for the open rehearsals. And like I said, every artist has a sound check. So there's an opportunity to hear them sing a couple songs. And then perhaps it'll encourage you to want to go and buy a ticket to the full concert is always our hope. But also we do that in an effort to create accessibility to this amazing venue that we have put so much love and care into. And then also an art form that we really care about. We also have an amazing uh, yoga program at the Rady Show And oh. we partner with Fit Athletic, which everybody in San Diego knows and loves. And they bring out one. It's usually the same yogi every time. Um, her <laughs> name's Victoria Talbot. She's very popular. And that is completely free. We just ask that people register ahead of time so that we can get you all sorts of information about parking and food that's going to be available um, that happens about once a month. And so those yoga events bring in like sometimes 1,500 people on a Saturday oh. morning. It really is
0: so amazing. All of the unique uh, entertainment that you guys have coming. Um, just a few that stand out aside from the, the movies with the live orchestra that you talked about. Michael Bolton is coming. Let's not forget about Michael Bolton. Oh, no. Um,
1: Don't tell my mom.
0: That's amazing <laughs>
1: Don't tell, um, That's her well, dude. I mean,
0: is it really? Mike, she's a she's a Michael Bolton. Oh, she gal?
1: loves I would she would throw a bra on stage at Michael Bolton, I fear. Oh
0: my word. <laughs> <laughs> counting crows are coming. Charlie Puth is coming. I mean, it's oh, just nice. it is a jam-packed summer. What an what an awesome lineup you guys have coming up.
2: Nice work. Yeah, I will say this is probably one wow. of our most exciting numbers yet. Oh, what did you just see? Oh
1: my Uh-oh. god.
2: And in October.
0: It's another 90s Rich-
1: group. It's Ace of Bass. No,
0: no. Richard Marks. Richard Marks is coming. Ah. 98 Degrees. I mean, this is into October, but they ha- they need a mention. Richard Marks, 98 Degrees. I was and
2: Top Venatar.
1: Oh, wow. Awesome.
2: I was going to, since you were talking about 90s music earlier, I was surprised that you didn't bring up the 98 Degrees concert <laughs> because I think that that's. Yeah, for those of us longing mm-hmm. for our '90s music years, that's and a, you know, that's I'm a just big one. just sure. gonna say
0: that is once the kids have gone back to school, so that might be a little girls' night out situation, boys' night out. No judgment, whatever. Yeah, if you want to go see some some boy bands, 98 degrees, meet you there. <laughs> Sounds to me
1: like Sarah's Sarah's bra might be getting chucked. Yeah, <laughs> look out, Lachey.
0: Here's my huh. nude, sensible mom bra. I'm just <laughs> throw that right up on the stage. <laughs>
1: I but that's great. That's that's such a great variety and I love that you're doing that. So you don't have to be a classical music enthusiast or a nineties music enthusiast or yeah, you know, or whatever. There there's something for everybody.
2: Correct. Yeah. And I will say one of the concerts you didn't mention, Sarah, but it's been one of our most popular selling concerts is Van Morrison. On oh September yeah. 4th. Oh yes. Awesome. I think a lot of people in San Diego are looking forward to his concert as well. (laughs) Well, No Richard Marks, but okay. (laughs) Well, but Richard Marks is an amazing artist in his own right too. Certainly. so, So what you're saying, AJ, is it's just there's some really is something for everyone on the summer season. And our artistic team does a lot of work to make sure that that happens because we recognize that everybody has very, very different tastes in music. And we want to make sure we have a concert for everyone.
1: Uh, great concert lineup. And you make it. We talk about the view and the venue being so visually awesome. But the, you cover all the senses, right? You're listening to this great music. You're you're seeing this great sunset. And you're eating amazing food. You keep referencing it. But when you say Blaze, you're talking about Richard Blaze, top chef, winner, famous TV chef, currently on that Gordon Ramsay Next Level Chef show. He's got his own huge menu with you guys, right?
2: He does. So we have one of his restaurants, Blaze by the Bay, at the Rainy Show. And if you sit in our marina section, which are the, is the front section where we have tables, um, you actually, there's a wait staff that waits on you for the evening. You, we encourage you to pre-order your meal, but there are some prefix options you can order on site. But Richard has uh, curated that menu with his sous chef. And they're out there cooking every night of the summer season. Yeah. So we have Richard's Restaurant, but then we also have an amazing group of food vendors that are a part of the Shell Provisions. There are now five plus restaurants there, including Biga Pizza, some of the best pizza in San Diego lola 55 tacos which we know everybody downtown is obsessed with yes um we also have one of tracy borgham's restaurants uh from urban kitchen group she's a (laughs) pop-up location there so um yeah so lots of delicious options
1: oh my gosh yeah what that that's you've really made awesome food a big part of the experience We know so
0: many people who have been dying to experience uh, a show at The Shell, and this summer, we got to make it happen. What's the easiest way for people to make their plans? Website, app?
2: Yeah, so you should visit our website, www.theshell.org. We have our full summer lineup there. If you're interested in purchasing a subscription, which is always the best way to go, best bang for your buck. You can do that online. Um, you can also purchase single tickets to all of our concerts at The Shell now online. Um, and also, our box office is available. But the, the quickest way to buy your tickets is just to go online
1: and do it. There you go, TheShell.org. Sarah, for bonus points, can you name CNC Factory's other hit song other than I Tell You Bleed?
0: Did they have another one?
1: <laughs> oh, you're a fake CNC Music Factory fan. How embarrassing. Composer. <laughs> 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 Their other hit was things that make you go, hmm, based oh, on right. the Arsenio Hall monologue gag uh, that, you know, how 90s is that?
0: That's uh, that's right. Now that you say it, I am hearing it in my head. That was how terrible uh, of me. I'm very sorry, C&C. <laughs>
1: I won't tell him. You go, you enjoy the show. Uh, Kristen, we really appreciate your time and everything that everyone at the show is doing to provide San Diegans uh, with all these awesome new uh, options for, for live entertainment.
2: Of course. And we hope to see you guys there
1: soon, too. Joining us now is a guy who's the American dream. He moved here from Sweden, opened a breakfast spot. And has expanded that to be a breakfast empire. You are going to be surprised when you hear how many different places he is behind. You've probably eaten at one or more of them. If you've gone to a Breakfast Republic, uh, Eggies, a Fig Tree (laughs) Cafe, Breakfast Company, Feast and Fairway. And by the way, he keeps on opening more spots. He is, uh, again, the American dream. Uh, Johan Engman, thanks for joining us, man.
3: Thank you. Wow. That's uh, what an intro. Appreciate that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's kind of, I'm not, it's not flattery. That's the textbook of, of what the American promise is. You can come here from anywhere and make something happen and you've done it, man.
3: That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, I, I I moved here in 97 from Sweden and uh, just hunkered down, you know, and finally I started as a dishwasher. That was my first job and uh, my intro to the restaurant industry. And I've never left the industry.
1: All right. Well, connect those dots. How did you go from dishwasher to restaurant (laughs) owner?
3: Well, I never went to college or anything. So I I went from dishwasher to busboy to server. And then when I was 25, I sort of gave myself, I guess you can call it an ultimatum. I said, look, I need to figure out a way to make a career out of this industry. So I gave myself two and a half years. And I said, if I can't either open my own place or do something, Uh, To that uh, effect, then I'm going to get out of this industry and do something else. So then about two, two and a half years later, I managed to scrape together some money by working different jobs. And I opened Fig Tree Cafe in Pacific Beach in October 2008, which I'm sure we all remember what 2008 looked like in terms of uh, discretionary income and so forth. So that was not the easiest thing. Uh, It took me three years to actually turn a profit there. And, you know, one, wow. may, one may argue that that was the worst time to open a restaurant, but hindsight being 2020, I, I actually stayed the opposite because I was able to learn the hard lessons and really, you know, mm. recognize that it's so important to watch everything. And that has now built, you know, the foundation that my current company today sits on. So it was a, it was a great experience. It was very tough at that time, yeah. of course, but looking back now, it was a very good experience.
0: So, Fig Tree Cafe was your first was your first San Diego restaurant, and then yes. how long before um, how long before you opened the next one?
3: So, I opened Fig Tree Cafe in Hillcrest in two thousand oh and eleven, and then in Liberty Station in two thousand fourteen. And at that point, you know things were going well, but I kind of hit the pause button a little bit and just stepped back. I guess you say looked at the entire Fig Tree Cafe concept and saw where I could have probably done things better, one of which was, at that time anyway, I had uh, two locations which were open for dinner, breakfast, lunch and dinner, and one that was open breakfast, lunch only. And we we basically had everything on the menu from omelets to pancakes to salads to pizzas to pasta to blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that is not the way to go about it. Um, so I said, if I could have done anything different, I would have made it more of a focus on one thing and try to be the best at that. So that's where I started developing this concept where I said, I want to do breakfast only. I want to identify what we do in the name of the place, right? Cause cafe, mm. you still think, well, is it, is a day? Is it night, Is it whatever? So that's where breakfast Republic came from. I mean, it's pretty hard to think that a restaurant named breakfast Republic is a, you know, high-end steakhouse at night, right? Sure. So yeah. that, that was one. Uh, and I said, we're not going to do any salads. We're not going to do any sandwiches. We're just going to do breakfast. We're going to do the absolute best we can at that. We'll leave the salads to the salad guys, the sandwiches to the sandwich guys, and we'll focus on what we do. I wanted to put more emphasis on the design of the place. I wanted to just create something that was unique in many regards. I looked at successful brands, not just in the restaurant industry, and it seemed like, they all were able to create this this cool merchandising so i wanted to have some cool hats and t-shirts that weren't necessarily something you would only buy if you liked the restaurant they were cool enough that you would want to buy and then i had a very i marked it up very little I meaning i wasn't really making money off of it but that wasn't the point right imagine like like i get so excited if i go into Whole Foods or Costco, whatever, and I see somebody wearing a Breakfast Republic hat because that's a walking billboard. That's like yeah. the best marketing out there. So that was another thought process. It was a, a boozy breakfast, so we had you know tons of beer on draft and focusing on all these things. So, so that's where Breakfast Republic came from. So that first location opened in 2015. Now, uh 2023, we just opened our 16th location, and as you mentioned earlier, a, couple, a few other ones too. Eggies Breakfast Company and uh, this place in called Feast of fairway in addition to fig trees so um we've definitely had a, I guess you can call it a rapid expansion, but from my perspective it's it's not that rapid because i it was very thought out i I built out the the corporate infrastructure first, so I had the personnel to be able to handle this growth as opposed to you know you you create something that's successful immediately made you start opening and then you fall flat on your face because you didn't, like you have a great restaurant concept, but you can't handle the growth. That's not good. So I I think I was pretty methodical about it where I, I put the right people in place first and then started opening stores. So we, again, don't stumble uh, too much. We've, we've had our, you know, kinks that we've worked through just like any growing company, but Overall, I think we've done pretty well with our expansion.
0: Like you said, you guys did an amazing job with the branding. I feel like you're not taking yourselves too seriously when it comes to Breakfast Republic. It's really fun. All the decor. I mean, you've got like the the seats that look like eggs, <laughs> but the food is so insane. Like it's the kind of place where like the plates come out and it's a showstopper. Did you come up with the menu as well? Or do you have somebody separate who comes up with the food concepts?
3: Well, the answer is yes to both. So what I mean by that, I, I would, I, I'm not a chef at all. I would say, I, I, I think I have the benefit of being a foodie who understands food and, and, and the kitchen side. I love the travel. So like we have this two dishes that are inspired by the by the the South, like New Orleans, we have a breakfast jambalaya and we have a shrimp and grits dish. That's definitely sort of paying homage to some of the great dishes there. We have a... You know, Mr. Presley French Toast, which is which is an Elvis Presley thing. He loved you know peanut butter and banana stuff like that. So that's what that's from. Uh, part of the menu is is inspired by that. Part of it is by just brainstorming with our team of chefs. Sarah, you mentioned like uh, some of the things we have, like like the t-shirts and hats and stuff like that. It's 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 just it's just having a good time. And every once in a while, I get an email where somebody's offended by one of our t-shirts. But for every Email I get that somebody's offended. I get fisty saying that's the greatest T-shirt ever. I'm giving yeah. it to this and that <laughs> friend of mine. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: Well, we you mentioned the new uh, Mission Valley location opening. And what what else is opening up in the next uh, you know this summer maybe?
3: Uh, Breakfast Republic is opening in Palm Desert in uh, yeah. call oh it my gosh. Jul- in late July, and then mm, probably early August. Also in Mission Valley, we're opening a coffee shop, but it's actually like. To the consumer, it looks like a coffee shop. It's actually a coffee roasting facility. I call it a coffee coffee roasting facility disguised as a coffee shop. So we are switching over to now roasting all our own beans instead of going to somebody, (laughs) which with the volume we do, it's a significant savings. And it's also cool to just have that vertically integrated into our business right now. We're already doing it at a warehouse. Now it'll just be at a retail you know, storefront where you can go into this coffee shop and what'll be different from our coffee shop to any other, any other ones is that you'll see the beans roasting over there. You'll smell them. Oh. So it'll be a very cool experience. Um, so I think that's going to add to the overall experience. And, and like I said, I think it's just that much more, I guess, legit to, to be able to do that yourself and control that, that part of the, uh, the business, you know? Uh, we
1: never know in life what small interaction might leave an impression on somebody. And I have to tell you about a, a minor interaction you and I had years ago um, that stuck with me. Uh, and by the way, one of the things I love about you is you're always very generous with the community and quick to oh, participate you. in different fundraisers. I, I think that's awesome. And that's San Diego hopefully will always have people like you in it. But I was doing mm-hmm. my, my kids crane fundraiser one year where I was sitting Aww. with a crane like an idiot. and And you were out there helping out like you always did. And you were, you're going to leave and you stopped real quick and you're like, see you later, AJ. And uh, you had just become engaged. And I said, Oh, by the way, congratulations. I heard you got engaged and your entire body language just changed. You got real serious. And you looked up at me and you said, you're married, right? And I said, yeah. And you said, how long have you been married? I said, whatever it was at the time. So a few years, give me some advice. Uh And you know, and you, you, you literally like you, it was clear like, damn, this guy looks at everything as an opportunity to learn. Like you were literally, and it wasn't just a, a, a politeness. You were really like, oh, you're married. What can I gain from talking to you here for 30 seconds? Um, I'm sure I said something totally useless, but I will <laughs> take full credit for your successful marriage and your two kids. Well, um, say
3: I, I, I am, I'm still married to that woman. And we have a wonderful <laughs> relationship, so maybe I owe you at least some of that successful. Thank you for that. It must have given me some very good advice. Man.
1: I don't think I did, but I was very impressed <laughs> at your eagerness to always learn in any situation. I remember being on the crane, like, damn, this guy's always learning. And, cool. uh, and it's, it's certainly paying off for you and for San Diego. Cause uh, you've built this empire empire and we all get to enjoy it. And gosh, darn it. Uh, what's more of a pain in the ass to cook than breakfast. You know, who wants to get up on a Sunday and make bacon and eggs and, you know, God knows what, knows what else, pancakes, go out to one of Johan's awesome restaurants and uh, get it done for you, Sarah.
0: I'm telling you, this is not planned. This is real. I had no idea that uh, this was going to happen this morning. But my daughter literally just got home from Breakfast Republic with her cousins, the one in Encinitas. So, no
3: way! Yes! Oh, wow! That's we love awesome. it.
0: It's always an awesome experience, and it's it's just like a super fun place to take the family. So kudos to you.
3: Cool. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me on. It's great to see you guys and uh, appreciate the opportunity.
1: Absolutely, guys. All right. When uh, you're out and about and you see a Breakfast Republic or an Eggies or a fig tree or a breakfast company or a a (laughs) Feast and Fairway, you now know the man behind the empire. And uh, thanks again for taking the time.
3: Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All
1: right. That's it for this episode. By the way, are you or someone you know building the next San Diego empire? Well, we would love to help you grow it by getting the word out to thousands and thousands of eager San Diegans who listen to this podcast and follow us on social media. Uh, If you'd like to find out how, Go to our website, allinsandiego.com, and click partner with us. It's right there on the top of the screen or just find us on your social media, favorite social media platform. We're on all of them and uh, just drop us a DM. We'd love to work with you to to help spread the word about the next big thing you are doing. And uh, we'll be back here next week with a new episode. See ya.